Hello, and welcome to 300 Dandelion Seeds Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Smith. Today, you're listening to one of our 365 daily devotions. In this podcast, our 365 devotions guide you through God's Word within a year. We are journeying through the Bible devotional in one year. This podcast started in December 2018 and goes through December 2019. You can jump in anywhere you like, but once you start listening, continue to listen each day for your daily devotion. Join us for episode 116, 2019, right now. God sends Moses. If you've ever had to learn something you didn't want to learn, you know how much discipline it takes. No matter what the subject, you have to do some digging and some hard work. Learning isn't a downhill ride, it's more of a mountain climb. It takes work. In this part of the story of the Exodus, God sends Moses to confront Pharaoh. Pharaoh's response is to make the Hebrews work even harder. Moses complains. God promises deliverance, and a showdown begins. Here we see the grand effects of feeble steps of faith, a tough lesson for anyone to learn. Here's the lesson. Enduring rejection for our faith and trusting God when he seems to be ignoring our prayers are part of God's curriculum for us. As you read this passage, learn with Moses God's profound lessons. Read Exodus 5, 1 through 7, 13. Genesis 5, 1 through 7, 13. 5. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go, so that they may hold a festival to me in the wilderness. Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. Then they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Now let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, or he may strike us with plagues or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said, Moses and Aaron, why are you taking the people away from their labor? Get back to your work. Then Pharaoh said, Look, the people of the land are now numerous, and you are stopping them from working. That same day, Pharaoh gave his order to the slave drivers and overseers in charge of the people. You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw, but require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out. Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for the people so that they keep working and pay no attention to lies. Then the slave drivers and the overseers went out and said to the people, This is what Pharaoh says, I will not give you any more straw. Go and get your own straw wherever you can find it, but your work will not be reduced at all. So the people scattered all over Egypt to gather stubble to use for straw. The slave drivers kept pressing them, saying, Complete the work required of you for each day, just as when you had straw. And Pharaoh's slave drivers beat the Israelites
and Pharaoh's slave drivers beat the Israelite overseers they had appointed, demanding, Why haven't you met your quota of bricks yesterday or today as before? Then the Israelite overseers went and appealed to Pharaoh, Why have you treated your servants this way? Your servants are given no straw, yet we are told, Make bricks. Your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people. Pharaoh said, Lazy, that's what you are lazy. That is why you keep saying, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw, yet you must produce your full quota of bricks. The Israelite overseers realized they were in trouble when they were told, you are not to reduce the number of bricks required for you each day. When they left Pharaoh, they found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them. And they said, may the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made us obnoxious to Pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Why, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people, and you have not rescued your people at all. 6. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh, because of my mighty hand he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself fully known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they resided as foreigners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from bringing slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hands to give you to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses reported this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and harsh labor. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites go out of this country. But Moses said to the Lord, if the Israelites will not listen to me, why would Pharaoh listen to me, since I speak with faltering lips? Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron about the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he commanded them to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. These were the heads of their families. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were Hanuk and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben, the sons of Simeon and Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. These were the names of the sons of Levi, according to their records. Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Levi lived 137 years. The sons of Gershon, by clans, were Lebni and Shimei. The sons of Kohath were Amran, Ishar, Hebron, and Uziel, Kohath, lived 133 years. 
the sons of Merari, were Mali and Mushi. These were the clans of Levi, according to their record. Amram married his father's sister, Joshebed, who bore him Aaron and Moses. Amram lived 137 years. The sons of Ishar were Korah and Nepig and Zikri. The sons of Uziel were Mishael, Elzaphon, and Sithri. Aaron married Elsheba, daughter of Amenadeb, and sister of Nanshan, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Elizar, and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Asher, Elkanah, and Abinasab. These were the Korite clans. Elizar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phinehas. These were the heads of the Levite families, clan by clan. It was this Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring the Israelites out of Egypt by their divisions. They were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing the Israelites out of Egypt the same Moses and Aaron. Now when the Lord spoke to Moses in Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, everything I tell you. But Moses said to the Lord, since I speak with faltering lips, why would Pharaoh listen to me? 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt, and with mighty acts of judgment, I will bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hands against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same thing by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff, and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Moses did not like God's methods, despite God's message, indeed. Because of it, Pharaoh increased the Hebrews' workload. Moses protests that God was not rescuing his people. Moses expected faster results and fewer problems. When God is at work, suffering, setbacks, and hardship may still occur. We can be sure, however, that each hardship has a purpose to teach, discipline, punish, or accomplish another work of God. In James 1, 2 through 4, we are encouraged to be joyful when difficulties come our way. Problems teach us to, one, trust God to do what is best for us, two, look for ways to honor God in our present situations, three, remember that God will not abandon us, and finally, four, watch for God's plan for us. What tough lesson is God teaching you today? 
Think of what you can do to honor him through your attitude, words, and actions. Thank you for listening to the One Year Through the Bible devotional. Tune in tomorrow.